0: Lose a couple, win one. Lose, I don't know, three or even four in a row, win a couple. And everybody feels like it's okay. And everybody feels like, yeah, everything's getting back on track and where it needs to be. No, no. Good morning to you. Good Wednesday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. And this is Daily Shot of Penguins. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're in two. Football and or baseball. I also offer daily shots of Steelers and Pirates in the same place that you found this. Penguins versus Islanders tonight. It's a 7.38 p.m. face-off in Elmont, New York. That franchise has never been particularly kind to this franchise, to say the very least, and to go back, oh, you know, like 50-plus years. And on top of that... That franchise, the current edition of it, happens to be playing pretty good hockey. A 9-2-4 role has the Islanders all the way up at second place in the Metro Division, behind only the Rangers. little bit of a surprise, right? Eh, yes and no. I mean, they still have Lou Lamorello running the ship there. They still have some talented players who've been there for a while. Matt Barzal is still there. Brock Nelson's still there. All the usual Cal Clutterbucks are still there. And they've got a team that if they beat somebody, they don't surprise anyone. They've got a team that if they lose to somebody, they don't surprise anyone. Well, right now, they're doing more of the former than the latter. And the Penguins face them tonight, again, on Long Island. But then also Sunday, back here, New Year's Day at PPG Paints Arena. Look, I don't need to drum up. Uh, interest or intensity in late December matchups. But I'm gonna start splashing some cold water on this general feel that I get that everything's just all right because there were a few power play goals scored in rapid succession and there were a couple of good teams that the Penguins beat and they showed that they can do it and they showed that here's the path and here's All the evidence that anyone would need that we're going to be just fine. Well, guess what? The evidence needs to show up in the standings. The Penguins, as I'm speaking with you right now upon the conclusion of the NHL's three-day holiday break, because today the whole league gets going again, the Penguins are the seventh-place team in the eight-team Metro Division. Only the Blue Jackets are worse. The Penguins 15-13-4 is their record, which, reminder here too, means they've lost two more games than they've won. And maybe that's another thing that's kind of disguising how rotten this first half of the season's been, really. And from the conference standpoint, the Penguins only have three teams below them, Sabres, Blue Jackets, and Senators. And Senators, of course, do just beat them up in Ottawa. So no, this is not okay. This is not okay. The top two teams for the wild card, meaning setting aside the top three teams in each division, the top two in the wild card are the Capitals and the Lightning. Each of them has 39 points. The Penguins have 34 points. They're five points out of a playoff spot. Also not okay. In late December. Because let me throw something else at you. You can say, well, if they just go on a little bit of a run here, they'll be right in the mix. They'll be right in the thick of everything. And to an extent, you're right. Because as I look at the top three teams in the Metro, their point totals, Rangers are 47, Islanders are 41, and the Flyers, who are still somehow hanging around, are at 40. Well, the Penguins are six points behind that. And the threshold to match the top three teams in the Atlantic is the same. So what has to happen here, at the risk of stating the insultingly obvious, is that some teams have to fall out or be driven out of the current playoff picture. And the Penguins, of course, have to be among those teams that make it up there and take their place. So who's up there that you think would realistically fall out. Looking just at the Metro, the Rangers are, the Rangers are legit. Rangers might be the most legit team. And I'm saying this even including the Bruins in the conference. I believe that I take no joy in saying that. The Islanders are a second place team, as I mentioned in the Metro right now, but is anybody really seeing the Islanders as being that team? I'm not. Flyers? Come on. Capitals, I mean, they got off to a really, really lousy start. But here's the thing with the Caps. They've yet to get even close to the normal expected production from Alexander Ovechkin. And I have an impossible time believing that Ovechkin's just all of a sudden forgotten how to score goals. And then there's the Lightning, who are always in the mix. And first team out of the playoff picture the Hurricanes. Next team out are the Devils, who've been banged up by injuries. You see where I'm going here? I think that you could see the Islanders, the Flyers, and the Capitals all fall out of the picture, but reasonably, and just like that, get replaced by the Hurricanes, the Devils, and fill in the blank. And you know what? If that fill in the blank isn't the Penguins performing at their own peak, then it's going to be one of these other up-and-comers, like the Islanders, like the Flyers. So when you're talking about having two games in a span of a handful of days against one of those teams, it doesn't matter that it's late December. If you ask me, these are to be treated as if they're playoff games, meaning... Not only do you want to take the four points, you want to make sure they're not getting any along the way. You want a couple of regulation W's. I would argue that you need a couple of regulation W's. Because among everything else that I can throw into this big stew here, the Penguins at some point or other need to start playing like they mean it. You can't just have a nice little uplifting week like I mentioned at the opening and then go up to Ottawa where the team is struggling immensely and just had to fire their coach and everything else and you give up four goals and have to claw your way back to just pull out a point? Come on. What is this? Either start taking this seriously soon or just forget the whole thing. When we come back, J1Q... Today's J1Q isn't a question at all. I want to read it anyway. And actually, I'm going to respect it enough to just let it stand on its own because it's really well thought out. It's a response to yesterday's episode of Daily Shot of Penguins in which I openly wondered why it is that this team can't take all of its opponents seriously and why it very, very clearly performs at a much higher level than the norm whenever it's facing teams that they, you know, actually respect or fear. This is from Steve. He says, what you speak of, DK, is a part of the complacency and stagnancy issue that goes along with older veteran teams who've tasted success. It's why they find it difficult regardless of the talent level they possess as a whole, while younger, less talented teams who still are trying to prove themselves and have nothing to fall back on experience-wise can have more success and why the Penguins are looking up at the flyers of all bleeping teams when they have no business doing so. When people refer to the Penguins being old, this, I think, is what they're referring to. Not their ability to skate or still play hockey at a high level, but their desire to compete with any team for 60 minutes without feeling the need to sit back and smell themselves in moments of, hey, we're a great team, we've won cups with these guys, so who are you? Sometimes in the world of professional competitive sports, it's better to not have a rear view mirror at all, let alone a voice in your head telling you that you'll be okay. you've been here and done that before that is really really good stuff steve and i totally with you totally totally with you i appreciate that i appreciate everybody listening to daily shot of penguins we will do another one of these tomorrow